0: welcome back to another episode of consciously clueless i'm your host carly and i'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again today on the podcast i talk to corey warren corey is a husband father of three and vegan athlete who helps busy families eat more plant-based foods his blog, Lean Green Dad, helps overscheduled, busy people, mostly parents, maintain a healthy balance of plant-based nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness, so they can go the extra mile for their families. I'm really excited for you all to hear this conversation, as I learned a ton. Here we go. Okay, cool. So, uh, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Of course. I'm really excited to talk to you. I've followed you for quite a while on social media. No way. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. No way. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. It's been so fun. I don't even remember how I found you. I don't know. It's social media. Things pop up and there it is. But um, I like starting with a question because the podcast is called Consciously Clueless. And that was to express this idea of me being on this journey and being like, wow, sometimes I'm really with it. And sometimes I have no freaking clue what's going on. So... How are you feeling right now on that scale from consciousness to cluelessness, where you're at right now?
1: Um, As far as consciousness, um, as it pertains to kind of, you know, uh, myself being a conscious human being or myself being a conscious vegan, like Mm -hmm. in what, in what context?
0: Whatever comes in, whatever comes to mind for you, like where are you at right. right now? Maybe just as a human, let's say.
1: Yeah, I love that. So, you know, as a human being, there's a lot going in the world going on in the world right now. um, And it's very easy to uh, do the easy thing and and get upset. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that uh, every time I wake up in the morning, I'm super conscious about where I am, what I am doing, and what is the first thing that I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing I do is usually hit snooze if I'm being real, right? (laughs) Like, I got to hit that snooze button and get that eight minutes that Apple gives you on the iPhone to just keep yes. on going. And then I'll, uh, you know, enjoy the warmth of the covers. Uh, and then probably, uh, I'm very, very conscious about my feet hitting the floor first hmm. and feeling my feet on the floor. Um, the first thing I do is not pick up my cell phone to find out what notifications I might've missed. And I think that's probably the go-to for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone does not come with me into the restroom. It does not come with me while I brush <laughs> my teeth. Um, those updates will still be there, and I really just take some time to uh, breathe. I open the window in the bathroom before I go into, you know, the kitchen or anywhere else, and let that natural light in. And then uh, I start off with a uh, with a lemon water and and do my thing. I think being aware of yourself. Um, and how you're feeling, um, any, any aches and pains physically, anything like that, of course. And, um, just taking a second to do nothing, literally mm. nothing that, that could be meditating. That could be walking to the kitchen, being conscious, being present, being aware of how you and your whole body is, yeah. um, is, is a very big deal. And, and like I said, going back to the very beginning, it's like so easy to get distracted With everything going on. There's a lot of hate going on. There's a lot of uh, negativity and, you know, the elections going on at the time we recorded this. So, you know, it's rough. It's just rough out there, but I challenge you to just do the best you can to work on, on you, you know?
0: Yeah. I love that. I love, love, love that because I am certified as a health coach and I teach yoga and do all that stuff. And I joke, but not, really joking that it's a selfish endeavor because I truly believe helping people feel individually better, like sets them up to go change the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that.
0: like, yeah, I want to help you feel better, but I'm also really hoping that you then like take that energy out. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You gotta be a, we always talk about like, you know, as, as uh, vegan parents, of course, we always encourage our kids to wave their vegan flag proudly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and you know, not not in an aggressive way. We are definitely not um, uh, a forceful advocacy family, and I don't I don't mean that in any offense to anyone that right. is an activist, a forcible activist. Um, you know, the the PETA's of the world. I just love those folks, and uh-huh. I've you know, help I've done stuff for PETA Kids and everything else. I love PETA. Um, it's just our our family's personal. Um, you know, uh, goals just don't align with the way that some people uh, do it. And so we choose to just lead by example. And, um, you know, when people ask us about certain things, we're always happy to talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. And we want to be those folks that are like, yeah, those are, those are cool vegans. Like those are the cool, (laughs) I like talking to those guys. Right. And so um, no judgment, um, just, just trying to share what's worked for us best as a family. And uh, if somebody vibes with that, then cool.
0: Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because I think that's taken me, um, a little bit to understand that there's like different ways of doing activism, right? Because my go-to is to be, um, more, or it was more maybe before is to be outspoken, but also to put people on the defense. And I, thought that anybody who wasn't sharing and being outspoken and blah 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 wasn't really doing it right and i yeah. think it's been good to me to be challenged by that
1: notion
0: yeah. because that's just not what everyone can do and not what everyone can hear
1: yeah i'm uh i've stepped i've stepped away because i'm looking for an incredible book in my bookshelf that talk i forget who said this um, Gosh, I really want to find it because I know that it's got some brilliance to it. It's not the y-axis. Um, well, I won't take too much. I won't take too much more time looking. I'm sorry, Carly, but it is a good. It is a good book. Anyways, it was a psychologist that talked about when people ask you, "Where do you get your protein?" You know, mm-hmm. the number one question that everyone asks a vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they there's multiple ways that you can go about that. You can say, um, something aggressive. It's like same place. Everybody else gets their protein. Or like <laughs> you could stay like from plants, you know, like something like that. But the truth is in order to find out if the person really wants to know, or if they're just messing with you, like they're just like, you know, being a jerk. Um, you have to actually say something else back to them. And that is a very simple, you know what? I don't know. And then see what happens after that. Mm. Right. Because if they elaborate more and they find out more, um, you know, that's that's a person that really wants to know. And so, you know, if you wanna elaborate on the, I don't know, but my doctor hasn't had any problems, right? right. I've been going and getting blood tested, everything's good, you know, other than like vitamin D, iron, or, you know, uh, actually those are what? Two of the biggest yeah. you know, deficiencies in all of the world and not just for vegans, right? Um, b 12s fine. I mean, there's protein powders with B12 now. Um, you know, you can get B12 and, and from food sources there, you know, a B12 supplement is still good. I still take one once a week just to be sure, mm-hmm. um, but it's overkill. I mean, you can't take too much B12, so that's right. good. You pee it out. So whatever. Right. But, you know, overall, I think just having a non combative approach actually welcomes people in and makes them want to learn more. And so, um, I always, I always just try to to be chill, man. Um, just try to be chill and let people know that I'm open to having a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, like, the, my my second or third thing is like, do you know Do you know how much protein we're supposed to have on a daily basis? I bet you it's okay if you don't because most people don't. Like, right, I, right. It, it all, there's like some crazy math equation you have to do to figure it out. You know, you can talk to a dietitian about that. I'm not a dietitian, but <laughs> it's like. I think it's like one point five times, you know. Per yeah, ounce there's of body something radiation. you like put
0: in your weight and your blah blah blah. You know, it's,
1: it's like nobody tracks their daily protein no. intake unless they're a bodybuilder and they're trying to put on significant muscle, which mm-hmm. makes total sense, right? Um, but uh, yeah, for us, it's just it's just um, we we go off of how we feel. I mean, i I feel like I've maintained the same weight for like I don't know, fifteen years or something. It's like ridiculous. I've just been I just don't move because I just keep eating the same types of foods over right. and over and um, you know, that's, uh, that's it. I think, I don't know how we got on that tangent, but.
0: That's that a is. good one, that doesn't matter how we got there. So yeah. how long have you been vegan?
1: Yeah, so it's been um, nine years, nine okay. years. Yeah. My daughter's 12, we transitioned her when she was three and she's my oldest. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, 12, nine and five, okay. so it's been nine years. And then uh, I started kind of dabbling in the whole vegan side of things. Uh, when I found out that uh, Dave Scott, one of the winningest Ironmans of all time, was vegan. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was doing triathlons at the time. I had the Ironman coming up. And so I just started to be more aware, more conscious of what I was putting in my body. Um, and believe it or not, my wife was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was always in the back of our head, like maybe we should you know, transition to a plant-based diet, uh vegan diet, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I know people are like really passionate about both of those words bottom line is if you care about animals you use the term vegan if you care more about the food then you use the term plant-based whatever guys right it semantics I mean, and people can label me whatever they want i'm i'm plant-based i'm vegan like really like is there a downside to caring about yourself the animals or the planet like i mean <laughs> who cares why you're vegan or why you're plant-based who cares they're all good things right you know? totally um so it's all good um, yeah, it's been nine years. Uh, my daughter's never looked back. She, she's fine. You know, people always ask me if I force my kids to, to do this. I'm like, man, like, no, there's no, they don't know anything else. So like, right. they just
0: like, if it was the opposite, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, they don't desire to eat meat. They don't miss meat because they don't feel like they're missing out on anything. And the truth is like, there's so many stinking substitutes out there now. It's like, yeah, they think chicken is garden right? Like they think <laughs> burgers are beyond burgers and that's fine. They don't need to freaking eat a cow to like experience something that they're missing with the beyond right. burger. It's amazing, right? It really does. So like, yeah, no, it's, it's chill. And that's how long it's been. Nine years. Nine so whole years.
0: It started with, it sounds like it started with health. Yeah. And so then yeah. how did you kind of like domino effect into other issues?
1: Yeah. So it started. Yeah so people become, you know, vegan for like the animals, the planet or themselves. And for us, it was super selfish. We wanted to heal my wife, uh, try to help her out.
0: Oh, it was all about health for me. It was all about health for me too. So I get it. Oh yeah. That's where it started.
1: You know, she, the doctors tell you like, we have no idea why she has this, you know, uh, and we just did some, some research and found that like, look, man, it has to be what we put in our body. And I mean, this is a chronic illness. This is not going away. Mm -hmm. Once ulcerative colitis rears its ugly head, it's with you forever. So, you know, I'd love to say like, Oh, we cured her medication and she doesn't take medication anymore. That's not the case. That's not our story. Mm -hmm. She gets an infusion every four weeks of a very serious drug that she has to take because her quality of life is so severely affected by her illness that she has to have it. Yeah. And um, you know, the thing is, is like, we could say that the food doesn't do anything. We could say that, well, she should just be able to eat whatever she wants. Cause whatever she eats is going to mess her up anyways. That's not true. You mm-hmm. got to take some personal responsibility for what you're doing and give the medicine the chance to work. Like, thank God we have, mm. you know, medicine, so we can absolutely, you know, help ourselves. But, uh, man, you know, my wife, we have three kids, she's got to be a mom, she's got to experience life, she's got to go to work. Um, She can't always be running to the bathroom or live her life in severe pain. And so the choice we made together, and it works. And, um, you know, we'll take each year as it comes. And if her body develops like kind of like antibodies or whatever to the medicine, then we'll figure that out too. But we know that we're doing the best we can with what we have. And she's taking personal responsibility for how she eats. She doesn't go cramming in McDonald's. She doesn't go cramming in fast food and junk like that. Like she does the best she can every single day. And uh, she definitely likes red wine. (laughs) 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 That's her thing. That's her vice. She loves wine.
0: Well, I think what you're identifying and it's an interesting um, kind of cultural phenomenon or whatever it is that there's this idea of like medicine just gives you this free range. Right. So what you're kind of saying is like, yes, she takes medicine because she has this chronic illness, but that doesn't mean that she shouldn't be trying to be healthy still with her lifestyle choices, specifically her food. Cause I think there's this idea of like, oh, I have high blood pressure. I'll just eat the same, but then take medicine.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. You gotta take some personal responsibility. You hit a home run with that. That's, that's true. That's true. It's not going to save you. The medicine is not going to save you. You're going to save you. And mm. the medicine is just a, a tool in the toolbox. So, yeah.
0: That's a good statement. You're going to mm-hmm. save you.
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. So, um, your social media, specifically your Instagram, I think what drew me to following you was your relationship with now I'm learning your oldest daughter.
1: Oh, yeah. Izzy. So, yeah, there's Izzy, Roger and Parker. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Parker is my mini me. He's like an exact copy of me. Um, Roger, we adopted as a baby. So we've had him. My son is black for anybody that doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, Isabel is a carbon copy of my wife. So (laughs) we always say like we have two mini me's and then we have like one of the most attractive humans on the planet. And my son, uh, he's got like the best hair I cut his hair personally. So like I give him his like, uh, you know, flat top fade and everything. And he's got these amazing curls that, um, anybody that has black kids or or is black, like there's this massive sponge that you can swirl and like activate the curls. And so that's what we do. And, um, it's absolutely incredible. This kid is so attractive and, uh, you know, from his eyes to his teeth to his skin, like he gorgeous. Yeah. And he was super allergic to, um, dairy, like super allergic to dairy,
0: which Um, most people have some sort of dairy intolerance
1: (laughs) because they're not cows. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we, we had tried just, um, I think at the beginning, the formula we had, had like a little bit of dairy in it Mm. and we were unaware. And so he was just like so upset. So it was pretty cool. I'm like, Hey dude, man, you came into the right family. Yeah. No kidding. Found the right family. So yeah, he's good. His skin is awesome. And, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's actually super passionately vegan. Like oh, really? he will look on the back and be like, is that vegan? Cause if it's not, I'm not eating that garbage. I'm just like, Whoa. You oh, are that's nice.
0: amazing. He's yeah. like developing this little activism voice.
1: Yeah. No, he was one of the top 10, uh, PETA's vegan, cutest vegan kids like award. He, he was in the top 10, what? but, yeah, he didn't he didn't get close to winning because I think that was the year uh Genesis participated and Genesis is like this oh, massive yes. activist. Yes. And so, you know, um he, he doesn't do any activism. He does not stand in front of SeaWorld with a, a sign, you know, and he just he's just not gonna do that. Um, but uh hey, that's why Genesis is there. We love her. So Oh my
0: gosh. Well, your relationship with Izzy and your dancing videos huh. is what drew me in because I am, I am very close with my dad. And I was like, if we, if, if we would have grown up more in like the age of social media, about like, that would have been me and my dad being like, let's make some of these dancing videos. And I just loved it. I could not get enough of it. And I think it's, I think it's really great to see that like father daughter relationship. And it's cool to see her and you interact and talk about veganism and like making food and stuff.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. she uh, she does some IG reels on my channel. She actually gets paid like five bucks every time that she does something like that. So it was like <laughs> she's funny, but uh, yeah, she's um, she's awesome. She's becoming a teenager and a young woman, and so it's very important that um, we don't grow apart. We grow together, and so uh, we do dance on TikTok every now and then under Lean Green Dad, and then I sometimes share it to Instagram. I haven't done a TikTok in quite a while. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know why, but we had one viral video had over hundred thousand views and- Oh, wow. I think we were dancing to, uh, who was it? Um, Ariana Grande. So yeah.
0: That'll do it.
1: I think it was Say So. Why don't you say so? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm requesting a, a new dance video soon. You can tell Izzy that I have requested
1: I will. I will. It's hard to find one without cuss words or extremely suggestive, uh, words that, you know, (laughs) 12 year olds are aware of, but as her dad, I don't want to be responsible for going live talking about, you know, whatever. I mean, the other day my daughter told me I had cake. She's like, Oh dad, you've got mad cake. I was like, I'm sorry. It's like just in your butt, your butt, your butt looks like mad cake. I was like, thanks yo. (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment. 12-year-old told me I got cake.
0: Oh, oh my yeah. God, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's how they talk these days, those young ones. Oh. So we'll just, we'll just let her be happy. Her so
0: Lean Green Dad, where did that come from? So you were you went vegan and you're like, oh, I'm going to sh- start sharing this on social media. Where did that come yeah.
1: from? Uh, so funny enough, I was actually Iron Dad before this because I was running you know, triathlons and Mm. stuff like that. So I became Iron Dad. But then I got a cease and desist letter from the Ironman triathlon saying I was infringing on their copyright. So I changed my name to Lean Green Dad. Same mission, different name, and uh, way more inclusive. And so that happened in I want to say like mm, 2018 or something. Okay. Yeah. And so 2018 I became lean green dad and then have been uh, just doing fun stuff ever since. And it's really just a fun, awesome family blog. And I just love doing it every now and then. And, uh, I run a, I run a marketing company, so, um, I don't, I don't advertise it, but I run a marketing company called C4 social and that company, you know, I'm able to test out, you know, C4 or um, lean green dad, uh, for, for my clients. And so I, you know, I sell a product, I sell meal plans and, uh, my meal plan is, you know, uh, lean green meal mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, it's just a $7 subscription and I send awesome, like brand new, um, vegan meals that you can make like 15 minutes or less and try to take care of dinner for busy plant-based families. And it's fun, you know, so I, I love it as my testing ground and, you know, Izzy can help me make recipes together. And she's always, sometimes she draws these little, um animations like she drew the other day we make this vegan ricotta and so she drew a a lemon and a and a a tofu block jumping into a blender kind of like Thelma and Louise I guess they sacrificed themselves (laughs) you know in the blender and they turned into vegan ricotta so that was cool uh and I shared that out with like the ricotta recipe and uh man it's just fun it's just fun uh they're good kids and um you know we have our we have our stuff just like anybody else, man. Like my wife and I are normal. We've been married for 15 years. We get in fights, whatever. We're human beings. My daughter talks crappy to me. My son is yelling and my little son, you know, won't use the real human being potty. He's got to use a baby potty. I'm like, come on, man. So like we, we got our problems, just like anybody else. But, uh, we try to, to, to lead by example and just have fun and, uh, focus on the positive and, uh, I think that, that that helps and hopefully it brings some people some smile. So I'm glad it made you smile. It I'll sure have to did. Do TikTok. It sure have did. For
0: sure.
1: Um,
0: I'm not on TikTok because I feel like I have, it would just be something else to keep track of. But when you share them to Instagram, I see them for sure. Um, so did you? Yeah,
1: I'll have to do that. I'll have to share more.
0: Yes, please. Do you have intentions of Lean Green Dad growing? Like, are you wanting to make that
1: more or I mean lean green dad's doing well it's cute I mean I love it it's uh it's adorable I mean it's it's a self-sustaining revenue driver and and it makes uh makes some some great revenue helping people change their lives to a plant-based diet um you know I wrote a a book with the forward by you know Rip Esselstyn and that Mm. book I just I give it away for free to anybody that joins the lean green team which is my private Facebook group and
0: I did not realize that you'd written a book
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's in Amazon and I think it sells for like $7.99 or something like that, but I'm not like a New York times bestseller or whatever. It's just a digital book. Uh, I did not get it printed or anything like that. And it's not, no, no publishers or anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, no rip wrote the forward and he's still to this day, a great friend. And, um, I, I give it away. I give it away for free because I want people to learn about this from the dad point of view. And mm-hmm. um, so, so that's what it is like 54 pages and, you know, five chapters and a bunch of is it recipes and... and yeah, yeah. There's recipes. Okay. Um, there's, I think there's 15 recipes that you can make three different ways. So it amounts to like 45 okay. potentially different recipes, but, uh, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's how we do it. And it's, it's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, if it, if it'll grow, I mean, it grows organically over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not like concerned with how many followers I have and like how many people are liking this and that I'm just kind of concerned with helping families out through the lean green team or, you know, on the Facebook page, you're like, you know, doing stuff like this. Um, my main job is, is my, my company, uh, C4 social. So I just really, help brands and it's funny because a lot of vegan brands like come my way they naturally find me from other vegan brands that we help right and so we're able to to spread the mission even further right like spread that cause even further and help people out so it's fun
0: did you have intentions when you like you were iron dad before and so when you were iron dad were you sharing about plant-based eating and stuff or was it lean green dad really transitioned that into more
1: no, it was the same as lean Green Dad. I was already doing the vegan thing, yeah as Iron Dad. Uh, and so yeah, it just happened to be how it was. I was just a healthy fit dad and uh, yeah, yeah, it was funny. yeah, it's it's always been it's always been the plant-based thing just kind of educating people that being a plant-based dad is is the way to go.
0: Do you have a lot of uh, successful like transition stories where people are like, it's because of you that I went plant-based?
1: Uh, I only have uh, testimonials on like LeanGreenMealPlan dot of like everyday people that, you know, I love talking to the people that are going through the McDonald's window because they think that they're too busy to make food for their kids. Mm. Right. There's a reason my recipes are 15 minutes or less. There's a reason that they're super simple. There's a reason I use steam in the bag rice, not brown rice, because I'm talking to people that are not chefs and they don't want to be chefs. Like if you want that, go get a really good book with like 60, if you have 60 minutes and no kids and you want to make an awesome recipe, go do it. Right. Right. I don't even have 30 minutes. I'm like, show me how to make something in five minutes that I can put in the crock pot, go give my kids a bath and come back and it's, it's ready, Done, you know? And so I have this rice and beans hack recipe where you put the rice, the water or the veg broth. You got to cook your rice and veg broth. Cause it's like game changing. Oh, and then you put a bowl of beans inside the instant pot, close it 22 minutes, go come back. It's done. Right? Like that's that's what I love. It took me 30 seconds to make that. And now my whole family of five can eat this whole meal. And right. love it. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm about.
0: I really love that because I think there, you know, there's so many Instagram accounts that are like drool worthy vegan food recipes Ooh, yeah. and they're super fun to look at, but I don't have kids or a family to worry about, but I still don't want to take 16 minutes to cook every night. You know, I just yeah. don't, I like yeah, I to it. cook, but I think it's really great to, specifically talk to a population that would come at that being like, I don't have time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a niche. It's a niche group of people. It's like Mm -hmm. vegan parents, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very niche down. So um, I don't know how many vegan parents are out there, but a lot of them are like scared to talk about it. So um, it's all good. I understand. But I just want them to feel like they're not alone. And, you know, when I ask the question, hey, tofu or tempeh, I want people to be like, oh man, I got to chime in on this and why, you know, and not feel weird about commenting on it, right? Yeah, so.
0: Do you ever have any kind of like confused questions or anything? I'm imagining um, parents of like your kids' friends being like, oh no, Izzy's coming over. What will I feed her?
1: Yeah, I actually just uh, posted a question uh, with a graphic in Lean Green Dad. it was like, what do I feed you vegan people? And I just asked people like, how do you answer this question? And they were like, you know, a lot of different answers. Some people were mad, some people were <laughs> happy with it. Um, and you know, uh, that's okay, we, we need emotion. So here's here's just some responses. Uh, I asked people when they come into the Lean Green team what their number one struggle is with a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Um, And they range from things like all of it to I'm missing bread, prepping ahead. I'm so busy and minimal time to cook. I grew up a carnivore, so it doesn't come naturally. Um, you know, sweets. Oh man. I hear you on that. Sweets is like my, (laughs) my trouble. I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Finding something everyone in my family will eat. Mm. You know, a lot of stuff I get too is like, um, women, the majority of my followers are women, which mm-hmm. makes sense because women rule the internet and they also make all the decisions for the house. So, mm-hmm. and the um, world
0: and you know, everything else, right.
1: Are good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so, seriously.
1: Um, you know, I think that, um, a lot of women struggle with the fact that their men are meat and potato guys. Uh, yes. partner, you know, is really struggling with giving up meat because they associate it with like manliness or manhood. Yep. But then like, if you watch a movie like game changers or whatever, and they, they did that special on like how blood flow and stuff like that. And then you start talking about erections and stuff like that. And it's like, come on, man. Like, if you want increased blood flow and you want to be a, like, you want to be a man, like what, what is being a man anyways? Like, what does that mean? You know? So I think that, you know, associating this like hunter gatherer type of feel and like I hunt for my dinner and this and mm-hmm. that, I understand hunting in like a, uh, you know, traditional way. I, I, I get it. Like I've actually interviewed a vegan uh, that was grew up hunting, I mean, I don't do it anymore, but he explained it. I grew up hunting. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, until you fully understand like the whole hunting um, ceremony and like how it brings families together and things like that, um, then, you know, who are we to, to judge immediately on that, whether it's mm-hmm. right or wrong, right? Like, and indigenous
0: just- cultures, right? That like of course. all their rights have been stripped from them. I'm not about to tell somebody who's indigenous that they shouldn't go hunt for their food.
1: Oh, of course. Of you know, course. it's hard. And so, you know, those, those are things that we all need to think about and, uh, in being conscious and, mm-hmm. and trying to understand how we feel about it and our place in the world with that stuff. It's, it's a good conversation to have.
0: Yeah, totally. That was, um, one of the hardest, like last things. Cause I gave up hunting and then I was still fishing. Um, I'm in, I'm from Northern Minnesota. So that's just like what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um and it was the connection point for my whole life with my dad. You know, like the deer stand together, the boat together, like that was when we always had these like hilarious ridiculous conversations and connection. So I remember talking to him about how I wasn't going to fish anymore and like the the sadness in his voice. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really hard but I'm uh feel very lucky that my dad will still like connect. Like he isn't in Minnesota anymore, but he came to visit and it was during deer season. And he was like, why don't we just go sit in the stand? And the only thing we'll shoot the deer with is a camera just because we can go and like relive those memories. But you know, I know you don't want to hunt. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky because a lot of families are like, uh, what?
1: Yeah. That's incredible that he even said that to you. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So, but it was hard. It was, I felt like I was letting him down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. luckily I have a dad who's like willing to adapt and still like figure it out. But I yeah. can see how that is a struggle about the family connection thing. It's a, it's a huge part of it.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, when we, we used to have barbecue chicken around the table, we would, I would be the grill master and I was so good at it and like, mm-hmm. I'm still good at grilling. I just grill other things. Like I can make right. a mean tofu. Like I can make it taste just like stinking um or any Asian hibachi. <laughs> like I'm good, man. I can make a crazy good cheesesteak, like a vegan cheesesteak. that like, sounds good. Oh my God. I just made it the other day on Facebook live and people were like going crazy. Like, I want to see how you make this. I'm like, okay, it's really easy. Just throw it all in, a skillet, it, you know? Um, but it was really, really good. So yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, we just got to be nicer to each other, you know?
0: Yeah, I interviewed a woman, Jen Rivera Bell, and she's an indigenous woman who's vegan. And she talked wow. about, yeah, she talked about how when she and her husband, who's white, who grew up hunting, they went vegan together. And when they started their family and had kids, his father was like, what am I going to do with them? I was really excited to like continue the tradition. And they yeah. had this conversation of, literally do everything the same bring them in the woods teach them how to track animals teach them for signs that the deer was here blah 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 blah. and then just at the end don't shoot them <laughs> and and my dad that's the reason my dad asked or told asked me to go in the deer scene because he listened to that episode and he was like we could just go in the woods and not shoot anything
1: wow and I was
0: like yeah
1: <laughs> we that's can
0: tough. so it's yeah. um it's interesting to hear how people navigate those different situations. Cause it's hard. It's really hard. It can be.
1: I agree. I agree. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, do you feel like you were talking about your son? I forget his name.
1: Uh, which one Roger or Parker?
0: Roger, I believe the one that's nine. Yes. Okay. Like you said, he's kind of starting to be like this is garbage. This is not vegan. I'm not eating this. Do you think that you're going to have some like little activists because they're growing up vegan and that's not the norm?
1: It's possible. I mean, whatever, whatever my kids want to do, it's up to them. I'm totally cool with that. I mean, Roger has ADHD and he is ODD as well. And so Roger has a whole host of other challenges that he's going to be dealing with as he goes Mm -hmm. out into the world. Um, But all we can do is make sure that he treats people with kindness and try to help him Understand that when he does get upset, he needs to take a breath and mm. like, back up. And uh, all of our kids meditate. Um, it's one of the first things they do in the morning. Uh, Izzy, who's 12, actually meditates three times a day because she has a little bit of anxiety. And so to help her deal with the anxiety, I prescribed her to meditate three times a day. Um, she uses Headspace. And then, um, you know, we have uh, when the kids wake up, they have a pretty big, you know, routine. So they'll wake up and they'll brush their teeth and stuff and then they eat breakfast. But then it's it's workout. And for workout, they can actually walk with me in the neighborhood. So we walk and talk kind of about the day. They get some good vitamin D on their skin with the sun, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Because we're in Orlando, Florida. So it's sunny here. We're lucky.
0: Oh, you're Uh, in Florida. Okay. That's where my dad lives.
1: Oh, man. It's amazing. And then, um, you know, if not, they have, there's a little workout DVD they do. Believe it or not, it's called the SWAT workout. My friend Tom made it. And so we have it and they can do that. Or they can come work out with daddy and you know, if you come out and you work out with daddy on the porch, like you're going to get your butt kicked. So we do like a Tabata style, four minute workout, Oof. you know, uh, 30 minutes on 20 seconds off, uh, for four minutes. And that's the warm up. And then we'll do somebody like, uh, I don't know if you know, Chris Haria, he's like a big, Mm-mm. YouTube he's all about, um, calisthenics. So body weight exercise and okay. stuff. Like that. So that's what I've been doing now. You know there's like an evolution to working out um you know back in the day in high school I, I remember I started working out when I was 14 and it was all about how much can you bench bro you know how much can you lift and then as you get older you're working out for getting a woman you know getting mm-hmm. a right mm-hmm. and then you just want to look good you want to look sexy and then you know I just want to be able to lift my kid up you know now uh <laughs> So, I mean, I'm, I'm 40. I just turned 40. So I'm like, damn, I got to figure out how to keep, keep this fitness level high, you know, right. as I get into my, my forties or whatever. So, so that's what I'm doing. And, uh, it's been great, man, you know, flexibility and, uh, you know, I need to do more yoga. I don't do enough, but I do do a lot of stretching, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: Well, I teach two zoom yoga classes a week. So if you and your kids want to join, let me know.
1: That's amazing. You got to email me after this with that. Okay. I will. Yeah.
0: That sounds great. Is there anything that you wanted to share or talk about that I haven't given you space to?
1: No, I feel great. I, uh, I, I love it. It's been awesome talking to you and I really appreciate you letting me come on and, and chat for a little bit. And, um, you know, I know that we mentioned a couple of different things, but honestly, like if anybody wants to try the lean green meal plan, like there's absolutely no obligation, no tricks. You just go to leangreenmealplan.com. It's free for seven days. Um, cool. And, you know, if if it's not for you, uh, typically the people that actually don't extend past the seven days are 100% whole food plant-based, which Mm -hmm. I try to be like super clear that it is not 100% whole food plant-based. I do use some oil um, and I do use fake uh, meat products sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not the norm, but uh, it is is part of it because I want to be inclusive. Again, I want to talk to those people that are Going through the McDonald's drive-through window right. and, and are struggling, you know, with what what even is vegan? Like they, some people don't even know, guys. So we have yeah. to help them, you know. We have to help.
0: Yeah, I might so, need to get your ebook perfect. for my dad. That sounds like a oh yeah, a, a good little gift.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, go for it! Yeah. Well, come in the Lean Green Team. It's just a private Facebook group, and it's uh, super easy. And I'll I'll send it to you via email with a couple other things. I'll send you like my vegan cookies that don't suck recipe and uh, hell couple yeah. Other yeah. You got like, any
0: sweets recipes <laughs> like, that are easy? Cause I am not a baker.
1: I got a, yeah, I got a cookie dough. You can make in like five minutes out of a uh, couple different things. They got a chickpea cookie dough that you will yes. never know. You never know the difference. It's amazing. Yes. Um, I'm on board. Yeah. We got you. We got you covered.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of consciously clueless. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It's always good for me to be reminded about the different ways to approach hard conversations and Corey does a great job of talking about that in this episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you want to help me get this into the ears of more listeners, send it to a friend, text it to a family member, share on social media and tag me. Whatever you can do always helps. Be read on air as a review of the week by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And if you haven't yet, go check out patreon.com consciouslycarly to see what else I'm up to. Until next time.